0: Hello, this is Melissa Hale Spencer, the editor of the Altamont Enterprise, here with co-publisher Marcello Yaya, and this is a paper that I had very little to do with recovering from cancer surgery, and I am so proud of my daughter Saranac Hale Spencer and my dear friend Andrew Schatz, who worked with Marcello, to put out Paper filled with news, some of it very, very sad. The lead story is about a fatal crash on Hearst Road. 17 years before, we covered a similar crash where two teenagers, Gilderland High School students, died. Alyssa gelfand was airlifted from this car she was driving and sadly has died. Other front-page news includes a much-awaited decision from the Gilderland Industrial Development Agency on $2.4 million worth of tax breaks that pyramid companies had wanted to build a hotel near Crossgates. The board decided on granting about half of that, a little over a million dollars. Another important story The village of Altamont grieved on Grievance Day its property values for a reservoir. It has a Knox. The ongoing suit we've written about before is continuing. Altamont no longer uses that water. But Knox says even though Altamont gets its water from wells, the reservoir still has value as a water source. The editorial... I wrote this week was based on a story by H. Rose Schneider, looking at the laws that protect, among other things, the Canada goose. We feel such laws are essential, but at the same time, the regulatory agencies that, it, that give permits for the shooting of geese when needed, need to be efficient. This story arose because the Gilderland Guiderland, excuse me, Noah Westerlo resident shot a goose that was troubling his tenant and has gotten arrested, but he had applied a year before for a permit to do so. The wonderful drawing by Carol Coogan shows the original predators of the Canada goose, many of whom are no longer near its habitat, leaving just man as the primary predator. We got a couple of letters on the Hearst Road crash. This one from Lynn Van Buren, and she's the one who took our front page picture. She happened to be on the scene soon after it happened and complimented the work of the rescuers um, who extricated um, the driver from the car. We also have a letter from Rob Sigon of Voorheesville recalling in his youth how people, uh, teens would thrill to get air along that road, urging that the town um, regrade the road to put that hazard aside. A letter from Gerard Hauser urging Timothy Horan to step aside from the school board after we ran a story last week on election improprieties. And finally, a plea from Laura Minnick, a member of the Voorheesville Comprehensive Plan Committee, urging villagers to get involved in the process. Turning the page, we have a final farewell from John McClellan, one of the co-owners of Smith's Taverns, which officially closed on Saturday. And they are selling to Stewart's, and Stewart's hopes to put in a convenience store and gas station there, still waiting for approval from the planning board. The Homefront Cafe um, is lauded by Rosemary Christophe Dolan as living history in the village. Also a part of history is the Altamont Fair, which is celebrating its 125th year. Further back in history, Nancy Free, active in the Historical Society in East reminds us all of the meaning of the poppy by um, sending in a well-known poem by John McCrae in Flanders Fields, where poppies grow. Um, Elena Fierro started a new tradition this year in the Voorheesville Celebration for Memorial Day, where people, people generously donated goods to veterans in need. And we have a sincere and heartfelt thank you from EV Rao for those who attended the memorial service for his wife, Peg. Frank Palmieri has a column this week on beauty being in the eye of the beholder. And you can look and see what lines up with your view of beauty. We have a great letter from Ed Cowley responding to one of his favorite columnists, um, John R. Williams, Old Man of the Mountain, with some practical advice on dealing with bees. And he does admonish, admonish the old... Men of the Mountain for using OF, which he takes to mean old farts. I always thought it meant old fogies. So we'll have to ask John about that. I even got a mention in this week's com, wishing me well in my surgery. And I've just been given a card signed by all of the old men of the mountain, which means the world to me. I hope I can make it to their ages. Thank you so much. Um, Here we have a... A return to reporting by our Gilderland reporter from decades ago, Andrew Schatz, and he is helping us out um, during my absence, and he visited the last days of Smith's Tavern in an unannounced or unadvertised sale where some of the regulars were coming through and buying favorite beer glasses or stools or napkin holders, a nice nostalgic piece. Voorheesville High School gets more accolades. This time, it's one of 185 schools in New York State identified as a reward school. Another very, very sad story this week from Elizabeth Floyd Mayer, a very uh, well-known state trooper, Timothy Hard. Many of us knew him from his work at the dive tank um, on display for kids and adults at Santa Park. He retired, and shortly after, he took his own life. Uh, Elizabeth looked into statistics and found it's not infrequent for retired police officers um, to do that. Um, Elizabeth also had a story on the changing of the guard for the McCownville Improvement Association. Um, Don Reeb, who has headed it for decades, has passed the reins to his neighbor, Ellen Manning, and um, he had a lot of, not just reminiscing in a nostalgic sense, but in a practical look back at um, how Gildern has changed during his tenure at the helm of that association. This is the story that Rose wrote about the DEC, the Department of Environmental Conservation Ticketing. William Kowal for shooting the goose with all different viewpoints considered. She also has a follow-up on her young forest story she did earlier And one of the designated places. It will be 38 acres in the Margaret Burke Wildlife Management Area in Knox, and we're excited about that. She also looks at something new in Knox where there's long been a tradition of um, people discarding good pieces of furniture and other usable items, and other townspeople would come and use it. Now the plan is they'll still be piled there, but um, and people can still use them if they want, but those that aren't used will be part of a program that helps the homeless or newly uh, released from rehab programs where they have apartments but no furniture. It seems like a great, a great contribution. Rose also has a story. She took a tour earlier. You can see Dan Hanley, councilman, and um, Vasilios Lefkididis standing by a sink at the Highway Garage, which has long been plagued with a film that forms um, with the water, and Robert Price, the planning board chairman pushed through and got the town board to pay for tests done at St. Peter's that discovered it um, is much harder water with um, manganese, chloride, sulfate, all well above um, set levels. And Robert Price would like to see that fixed but uh, Mr. Lefkididis feels like it might be putting a band-aid on a very large wound. He would rather wait until the town either has a new shared facility with the county or has built its own new garage rather than fixing just one part of what he sees as a larger problem. Um, Meanwhile, the highway workers um, don't drink the water. They have the water brought in. Um, It could have a laxative effect as other problems. So, Rose has also interviewed the brand new BOCES superintendent, Anita Murphy, who has a lot of ideas and uh, a varied and interesting background. These two pages are the saddest in the paper. having to do the car crash on Hearst Road. There was an assembly at school while Alyssa still clung to life, where many of her friends wore purple and had their picture taken to send to her as encouragement. This shows the scene of the crash where people have already made a makeshift memorial for her, leaving flowers and other tokens. This is a statue that survives in a tree right nearby, the tree that her car hit, um, where two teenagers, uh, Missy Herzog and Corey Efa, were killed in 2000. This picture just breaks my heart. Um, These are girls getting ready for prom, posing with their friends. This is Alyssa on the end, and this is her friend who sent us the picture. And um, they were happily together on the cusp of womanhood. Uh, The lacrosse team, playing an important game, wore purple ribbons um, in honor of Alyssa. Turning the page, we have our usual local arrests as well as a look by Rose at the arrest of Linda Mellon. And you may recall she had a rescue operation with 50 animals and um, was arrested for animal abuse. She's pleaded not guilty. Um, Her lawyer has told us that um, she rescued these animals in a difficult situation and will have veterinary reports, he says, to prove that she did not cause whatever... um, neglect they were in and that perhaps the person who called it in since it had been so rainy mistook mud for lack of care. The animals are now residing. She's given upper animals because it would cost her $6,000 cash bond every month to keep them. They are at Camp Pinnacle in New Scotland. Here is one of the sheep. I think there were five sheep altogether. Here are two of the pigs. Um, There were 50 animals altogether that are residing now at Camp Pinnacle. Um, a Latham man is accused of running from police, first by car, then stopping and getting out on foot. He was eventually apprehended. And here we have some wonderful Memorial Day parade pictures. This is, uh, this page is pictures by Michael Koff, who was on hand at Voorheesville, which has a day-long celebration, including running and picnicking and fireworks, and, kids cheering, the high school band playing, my favorite picture of Tim Albright with flags reflected in his sunglasses as he drives an antique car escorting a veteran, proud veterans marching, a tank among the ranks up in Knox which celebrates on the real Memorial Day, Monday as opposed to the sunshine on Saturday, had rain but it did not stop the procession, ponchos were donned, flag ceremony at Town Hall. And this is my favorite picture of a firefighter saying goodbye to his son who awaits in the fire truck. Similarly, on Monday in Bern, there was rain, but it did not stop the procession or the patriotism. A very proud look on a member of the Veterans of Foreign Wars riding in the back of a pickup truck, a scout solemnly doing his duty, Rain reflected on the, reflecting the headlights as a man and his dog watch and a scout taking part in a flag ceremony. Lots going on in the community in our calendar and many sad obituaries this week on worthwhile people. We have John D. Wright, who was a firefighter and a farmer and very much committed to community. We have Walter Leclerc, who we've written about many times, just an artist with his carving. We have Todd Orson Dibble, who owned his own pool repair company, and Timothy Hard, the well-respected um, state trooper who's uh, remembered so fondly by so many. Also on this page is a tribute to Erin Musto, whose own daughter, Maddie, died when she was five, and Erin has taken up the cause of providing best days ever for kids who find themselves in um, tough situations. We commend her. More on the Crossgates Hotel, which got about half of its tax breaks that it applied for, This shows an aerial view of the plan on where it would go on Route 20 in Gilderland, right next to the entrance to Crossgates Mall. Uh, The library pages, as always, are lively. We have Anne Leary, author, author of The Children, who's going to be in Bethlehem. But a fascinating story on a library that's part of the Upper Hudson Library system, although many, most of our libraries are, but a little out of our coverage area. But Elizabeth Floyd Mayer has looked at this because ransomware, very much in the news, um, hit the computers of the Steventown Memorial Library, and she kind of has an inside look at how it was discovered and how it was solved. No ransom was paid. They rebuilt there's system from the server up we have legal advertisements aplenty followed by senior news most noteworthy is maria duarte who celebrated her 100th birthday with the gilderland senior she's originally from chihuahua mexico and we salute her also, the Altamont seniors and their kitchen angels celebrated Lynn Sternod, who has been helping to prepare the senior meals, along with the other angels, for the Altamont seniors for, I think it was 16 years. Congratulations to Lynn. This column, we'd just like to note our regular Helderberg columnist, Phyllis Johnson, is hospitalized, and we wish her well and a speedy recovery. In her stead, Karen Schimmer, a Burn Town Councilwoman, has written just a lovely column keeping up <laughs> this sort of high bar that Phyllis appreciates. It's a memory of a rainy day as a kid, and it just brings it home, along with, of course, the menu. We conclude, as always, with sports covered by Michael Koff, and um, the Gilderland Dutch had a really, really close game with Shenanda Hoa trying to get to play in the sectional final and in the end despite some standout standout work here's Trevor Long I love this picture <laughs> running hellbent, bent um they lost nine to eight close game good work but turning the page the women's lacrosse, Gilderland Shenandoah again, and this time the tables are turned. Gilderland, once again, we congratulate you for being champs. And they played in the rain, and this is just a really wonderful picture of a powerful woman. She looks like a warrior, Gilderland Shay Thompson. And they pulled it out in overtime, which is unheard of, or not happened before, um, in a sectional game. And go on to the next level. Here they are in congratulatory shower for their Coach Carrie Britt. And we wish them the best in their next game. And that concludes our week.